the guy that the they told us uh, don't go there in there he was like uh, living somewhere somewhere around that and And we met the guy and on the field and he, you guys were doing oh we're chasing a jack rabbits and trying to get one and as he goes oh yeah there is a lot of jack rabbits here so uh, you know what uh, just don't get that close to the house and say why not because something is wrong with it hey how's it going everyone welcome back for another episode of the falconry toll podcast and what is now our second to last or sixth episode of our international falconry series featuring some of mexico's finest and of course we need to start by giving a shout out to some of the people who have helped make this podcast series possible being the fine folks at marshall radio telemetry the makers of the most carefully engineered and reliable tracking systems available for more information on their products including the awesome gps system head to marshallradio.com We'd also like to thank the North American Falconers Association and the Falconry Fund, whose small grants program helped make endeavors like this possible. Their small grants program helps stimulate innovative science, outreach, and scholarly activities for the North American falconry community, and also specifically supports raptor conservation, falconry traditions, and falconers themselves. For more information on the Falconry Fund, head to falconryfund.org. And for more information on the North American Falconers Association, head to www.n-a-f-a.com. And we also need to thank our friends at Pursuit Falconry and Conservation Magazine for their continued joint efforts and helping to promote the art of falconry across the world. If you need to get into some new good falconry content, articles, pictures, etc., I highly recommend you head to pursuitfalconry.co.uk and subscribe. Well, our last two episodes in this series were recorded back in Monterey and feature Enrique Medell and Rodrigo Monroe Wilson. This episode featuring Enrique, I will say, contains a few of the more unique episodes that I think I've heard from a falconer thus far, and I've been really excited to share, so let's jump right in. Here we go. It's good to see you again today. Oh, that's a pleasure for me. What did you do earlier today? Did you go and check on the uh, the bird? Yes, I went there just to make sure everything is fine and, and jumped the uh, Harris hawk and check up the ghost hawk and make sure it's in the right weight uh, because Rodrigo told me we're going Sunday. Uh, we we might go to hunt tomorrow, uh, hunt on Sunday. So I had to make sure the, the ghost hawk is in the right weight. And um, how often are you are you feeding uh, the goshawk daily, or are you um, you know cropping a you know cropping giving a good feeding and then like uh, like waiting like fasting a day, or how are, how are you going about feeding your goshawk? Well, I, I feed it uh, daily. Okay. Uh, once he starts like hunting, uh, uh, I got a full carp mm-hmm. crop. Yeah. yeah. Um, one day rest, and the other the other days keep going and uh, make sure that he's in the right weight. Okay, so you're hunting basically every other day. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, I know some. Everybody kind of has a a little different, you know, approach to the whole weight management thing. Yeah. You know, some guys uh, love to uh, crop up. You know, especially the the guys that are only able to hunt like on uh, on weekends. Uh, weekends. Yeah, they they like to crop up at the beginning of the week and then slowly, you know, taper food down. Yeah. You know, a little bit through the week and then. You know that way the bird's hungry again by the weekend and well know. i i don't i don't do that i mean yeah. i try to keep it keep it in the same weight yep. all the week mm-hmm. just to make sure that it's in the right it's in the right weight for the by the end of the weekend 
and because we don't want to you know like chasing beers and you don't want to go, go back and start chasing the praise and all that mm -hmm. we yeah. just to i want to make sure that there isn't the right weight so so i keep all the week and make sure it's and and the and the right line to to go to the weekend yeah 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 so i mean it's just uh yeah there's a lot of guys that i know that, that do that too especially um you know that's uh it's a good approach that i found you know to, to take with uh with harris with harris hawks especially you know yeah. keeping them at the same weight so that their you know their hunger level their mindset you know kind of stays in the in the right they place they stay so, in focus yes yeah. they focus all that all week yes. yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well cool now i mean um hopefully um you know hopefully you guys are able to to do that on sunday you know uh you Thank know, I, you. I, it's, uh, I know it's been kind of tough for, uh, Rodrigo to, to take this, uh, week off and not see, uh, patients and stuff. And, uh, you know, it's, yeah, uh, yeah, it's pretty hard Rodrigo to get some days off. Mm -hmm. He's uh, all the week he's working and he will like, sometimes go like, oh, okay, we're on, uh, we see you on Sunday and okay, I'm waiting for you. And, oh, you know what? I'm not going to be able to go. So you gotta wait for the next week. So, mm -hmm. So that's that's the way the Falcon is with the Rodrigo. Mm -hmm. So, but I try to I try I try to keep the hawk always online, mm -hmm. just to make sure he's go like, oh, you know what? Let's go on Monday. Let's go on Friday. Let's go on Wednesday. So I have to make sure the 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 Goscock is in the right way. Yeah, yeah. Well, it makes sense uh, yeah. why you want to keep it at the same weight yeah. and all the time because, like you said, you, it's uh, with with. Um, you know, a hunting partner, you know, having a kind of an unpredictable schedule, you never yes. know yeah, yeah. When, when you're so. going to get to go. And, and, uh, you know, next thing you know, it's uh Oh, Monday's hunt becomes, you know, Tuesday's or Wednesday's hunt. And, and, uh, yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. I, I totally get why you, why you like to do that. Yeah. That's why that, that's, the best, that's the best way to do it. Uh, sometimes he called me one day before, Oh yeah. Oh, let me, let me, let me see if the horse cock is in the right weight. So he was like, okay, if it's in the right way, let's go tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So that's why I keep it all the week on the same weight. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I'm sure that it's probably easier to, to maintain that level also, especially keeping the birds outside, you know, in a, in a mew or, yeah. you know, the, in the facility that you guys do because your, your weather is so consistent here. Yeah. It's, and it's so hot yeah. in summer. Yeah. So right now we are taking advantage of the way and the, of the weather. Mm -hmm. Make sure the the goshawk hunt all the all to the end. Mm -hmm. as, as soon as the the weather change, uh, uh, the goshawk start like a, I don't want to fly, mm -hmm. I don't want to chase the bears and all that. Mm -hmm. So we ha we have just a small a small uh, window to hunt mm -hmm. about uh, four months mm -hmm. because it's so hot to, uh, here in Monterey. Yeah, I'm. I uh, that's kind of a a little bit of a of a contrast from what I've uh, you know heard from some of these other guys that you know are in other locations yeah. that are able to hunt, you know, nine months out of the year. Yeah. But I mean, it's I I understand why though because it's completely different uh, prey or different completely different quarry and um, you know different circumstances. So, but um, but no, that's that's good that you guys are able to to take advantage of it you know as much as you do i mean do you ever go by yourself you know without rodrigo or uh, you... sometimes yes uh if you already go tell me oh, you know what i cannot i cannot go i go by myself and a friend and but it's hard to uh, it's hard to do it because um the other guy doesn't have the experience that rodrigo has so i had to keep the eye on, on the roscock make sure they don't don't go away and the other guy go like oh, oh i didn't see it so that's why 
I always work with the Rodrigo just to make sure if I don't see it, Rodrigo see it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's why we are like kind of partners in the hunting places. Yeah, no, it's good to have a, a hunting partner that's that's experienced and knows what they're doing because, you know, it, I I do understand it's it's hard to um you know it's it's hard to hold somebody's hand you know while yeah. you're also trying to to keep an eye on everything else and yeah I mean it's it's pretty invaluable you know I totally totally get that. Yeah, yeah. when we fly in the goshawk, I always follow the goshawk. I rather go follow the 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 quails mm-hmm. just to make sure. That we see the you follow the hawk and follow I follow the or, or, or the other side. Uh, I follow the quails and you go like okay. Oh, I saw the horse go okay, that way. Mm-hmm. So that's that's why I always work with him with him because he's he's kind of experienced guy and he he knows like okay let, let's do this let's do that uh, just to make sure that the horse always get uh, have a successful day. Yeah. Sure. Well, and you know, I mean, you you want to be um you, you want to be hospitable, and you want to bring people along that aren't very experienced, so they can get an idea of what the what the sports like, what a hunt's like, and and all that good stuff. But it, it is kind of um, a noticeable and a little uh, <laughs> I don't want to say um, I know there's definitely some growing pains sometimes whenever you bring somebody new along, yeah. and you're just so especially when you're used to hunting with someone that's so that's knowledgeable and just knows what you're doing like yeah. you don't have to worry about that and then all of a sudden when you have to start explaining everything again yeah. you know so someone else doesn't screw up a slip or or yeah. do something they're not supposed to it, it can be uh challenging yeah <laughs> it is and and with the goshawk you know the goshawk how is how hard is it uh to to make sure they doesn't scare with other people mm-hmm. and so that's why we raised that hawk and uh, that's goshawk and from the beginning, just to make sure he, he don't get away and he don't he see a lot of things here in the city. So once you take it to the field, there is no no reason to get scared of. Mm-hmm. So, but it's it's kind of sometimes we take a lot of people and the goshawk go like no, I don't want to I don't want to fly. Uh, I see too many people with us, so we try to to avoid that. That's mm-hmm. why we always joke. Just go, we go, we go together, just to make sure the goshawk see us. We are the same, always the same people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Like I say, it's um, especially whenever you're imprinting a bird, it's yeah. it's really it's, it's really good to socialize them and get them used to as many people as possible. And that way, you know, if a bird isn't you know acting right or, or whatever yeah. the case is, and maybe they're maybe they're a little too fat that day or or whatever, you can kind of rule out the um, the reason. You know, just the people being there just by itself is kind of a, a reason why the bird's acting spooky or, or yeah. you know, a little scared yeah. or, or yeah, whatever. Like that, yeah. yeah. And you, you can kind of start, um, you know, narrowing down the things that might be, you know, causing, you know, causing, the bird, yeah. yeah, causing the bird to act that way. But yeah. no, I, that's, that's cool though. I mean, I'm glad that you guys uh, have known each other as long as you have. And, um, you know, I mean, you guys, what, it's been like, what, 25 years you said? Yeah. Something, something like, that? like that. I know Rodrigo about uh, 25 years ago. Um, uh, well, I used to live in the States, in California. Mm-hmm. So once I moved out, well, I come back to Mexico, and I didn't want to go to to live in Mexico City. Again, I was living there 20, 23 years. Uh, so so one, uh, once I left uh, US, uh, States, so I come back, but I come back to Mont- Monterrey, Mexico, and I meet, the, uh, well, I see the radio again once. I, I haven't seen him in a long time ago. Uh, I, I was... Uh, 
he, I was having uh, his cellular phone. So I called him. He goes like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can, we can do it. We can do it. Oh, you want to stay here? You want to live here? Yeah. What do you want to do? Oh, you know what? I, I want to uh, trap a Harris Cock to, to, uh, to hunt uh, Jack Rabbit. And he goes, oh, okay. I know a lot of places to do that. <laughs> so there is a lot of places to, to you can hunt with them. Mm-hmm. So when we start like a, uh, we start like a being a, like a friends, like a hunting friends. Mm-hmm. So always, all the time he was like, oh, you know what? You're going to go uh, to the, to the Jack Rabbits on Sunday. I say, okay, let me go with you. So he started like a, we have the, the same idea of falconry ideas. We try to work out all, all the time. If we have a problem with the goshawk or the great hawk, Rodrigo will, will always like, like studying what happened, why that happened, how we, we need to fix that to make sure that it doesn't happen again. Mm-hmm. So Rodrigo is like a kind of, um, uh, like a, my boss, right? <laughs> he was yeah. like, oh, I, I, we have to do that. Mm-hmm. We have to do this. We, he don't ask if he if he wanna if I wanna do I wanna do it. He go like okay, do it. Amen. <laughs> doesn't give you the yeah, option. Doesn't yeah, doesn't give you that that many, that many options. <laughs> but I know Rodrigo about twenty five years ago. I, I have been working with him about twenty mm-hmm. some twenty years ago. We start uh, flying pregnant falcons, Harris Hawk, and now uh, the Ghost Hawks. Uh, I'll help him out with the with the facilities and, and the breeding pr- uh, project and that he have. Um, all that I make the equipment, I make the easiest, all that. And so, uh, I, if he, he needs any, anything, he go like, oh, you know what? Why you need, you do it, you buy it or or you do it. If you can do it by yourself, okay, just do do it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, if so, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you're able to make your own equipment and jesses yeah. and and uh, well, even hoods, you know, uh, like there's no reason why you would. I mean, I, I can understand why he'd want you to do that. I mean. It, I, if I was able to do that to stuff do that. myself, I, I would also, but, um, that's not anywhere near my strong suit. <laughs> I, I suck you at making, yeah. um, you know, I mean, I can make a, you know, basic anklets, basic, basic um, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Basic leather, Jess's anklets. Yeah. I mean, I think every falconer should learn how to do those basic things, yeah. you know, make a basic, uh, BC trap or, yeah. um, you know, basic, uh, yeah. I mean, just, uh, the basic, uh, you know, type, you yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody I think, um, needs to learn how to do the foundational stuff. I mean, once you've learned how to do that, then you can decide if you want to buy some cooler, you know, fancier, you know, prettier equipment or what, whatever, yeah. you know, you, you can, but I mean, I think as part of, um, every apprenticeship or part of every learning experience, you should learn how to do the basic stuff. You know yeah. I mean? That's the basic stuff. You, you know, once you start the Farquhar, you start like a, needing some things right like mm-hmm. a jesus and the hood and the glove and the muse and all that so i try to keep all all that on, on my on my files just to make sure if he, somebody asks me oh you you know what i want a, a hood from you okay wh- what kind of color you have what kind of what kind of do you want it for a ghost hawk for a harris hawk or what kind of a pregnant falcon so i had to keep all that on my my file just to make sure if somebody asks me uh, I will do it for when. Or obviously, it's on L. Right now, right now is uh, sometimes I, I give, a, uh, give him to to my friends on free. Free, there is no charge. I mean, don't, mm-hmm. don't give me that money for that. Mm-hmm. that. That's my 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 way to show my friendship uh, to the other falcones, mm-hmm. the other falcones. But uh, sometimes the other people that way 
we saw than I was calientes mm -hmm. two days ago, mm -hmm. they go like, oh no no, I want to pay for it. Mm -hmm. So that's why I keep I keep it I keep it doing it, but I don't see that bad uh, that money of uh, for the for the hoods. Mm -hmm. I mean, it not, I'm not gonna be rich doing hoods, so, you know. <laughs> so, but I try to get some money for that. Yeah, I mean, I most of the hood makers that I've that I know, uh, for the most part, they you know they do it for a long time. Sometimes they do it for a short amount of time, but they all agree that in the end, they don't really make a whole lot of money doing it. I mean, some people make kind of a career doing it, yeah. but they usually still have to do other things. And uh, by the, by the time they 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 say they get done with the amount of time they spend making hood, they really don't make that much money that, off that yeah. much money. Yeah. You're not gonna get rich doing uh, uh, hoods and all that. I mean, it's it's pretty cheap. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I don't know in the states, but here is there is a lot of people doing this stuff for falconry, mm -hmm. and there you can do uh, a hood that, that in the states you could be paying a hundred dollars for that. Mm -hmm. Here is so different. I mean. The morning change is so different, so you will be in twenty bucks, mm -hmm. thirty bucks for a hood. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed that in different countries, there's a lot more. Um, there's a lot more competition and a lot more people yeah. doing it. And uh, there's people that uh, that that depending on the reputation people have, it can it can be either you know they're really expensive yeah. or you know it you just can, it just depends. But you can uh, get uh, put a little high price. If if it, your hoods are good, right? Mm -hmm. But sometimes you the falconer they don't they don't have that a lot of money to spend, so they pay half a price, mm -hmm. even if it, the the hood is no very well doesn't fit well to the beer and all that. So mm -hmm. there is a lot of people here they do, they they keep and doing it, but on the cheaper price. Yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of that though, I mean the hood that you just were nice enough to to gift me, I. I'm very appreciative of it, and it looks, you know, pretty good. I mean, how long have you been making hoods? Well, I have been making about uh, 10 years ago. 10 years? 15 years 10, ago. 10, 15? Yeah. Okay. Well, I started to do it just by myself, and Rodrigo was, oh, you know what? Do me, uh, give me uh, give me some hoods, and I pay for it. Oh, so I started, well, okay, what do you want? No, uh, Perio Falcon or Harris Hawk and all that. So, but it's kind of hard to do it man it's you know getting the blocks the leather the uh, all that stuff on the on the top and the braces kind of do as it's not that easy to do it you need a lot of practice to do it and sometimes doesn't fit the hook though mm -hmm. sometimes uh doesn't uh you cannot use it that long you use it just a couple years and that's it you need another one mm -hmm. so i try to do my best getting the right leather, getting the right items, getting the right the right block, just to make sure you keep you use the the hood about three or four years. So once you spend a little bit of money, you keep the hood working for over oh, five years. Did you uh, have anybody in particular that showed you how to start making them? Or no, you just you just learned I'm just from sticking myself and start watching videos and. But some videos that was a long time ago on start like a Rodrigo was uh, uh, traveling around the world. He go like, oh, you know what? I got a new hood. Uh, so he, he gave it to me and I started, oh, 
Oh, look this stitch. Oh, oh, the leather, the leather, the color. Oh, how much you spend for it? Oh, you don't want to do. You don't want another. <laughs> <laughs> but I start to do it myself. It took a lot. It took a while to to learn to how to how to make a, a good hood. So, but I try to do my best. Uh, I hope so. The other people, I, I, I have a lot of people that are buying some hoods for me. And they all are, you know what, you know, the, uh, you know what, I keep, I keep doing, I keep, uh, keep the hood with me because it's too old, man, and it's even in good shape. Mm -hmm. That the guy we saw in, uh, yesterday, uh, Mauricio Quiroz, he mm -hmm. was like, oh, you know what, that hood is for me. I said, what, which one? Yeah, the other one, the one, the, the, the Tundra, mm -hmm. the Tundra Falcon. I say, oh, man, that's, that's how, that hood is about six years ago. Yeah. So I keep working with it. Well, that's good. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the only way you get better at anything is just yeah. to keep doing it. But how, out of curiosity, I mean, how many uh, how many hoods did you have to, uh, you know, basically throw away or waste whenever you first started yeah, learning? Yeah, man. <laughs> so you know what? Uh, once you start doing hoods, you don't get the right leather because it's no nobody here to tell me that leather doesn't doesn't work for the hoods. So I try to. One one kind of leather, the other kind of leather. Once I got the new, the 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 right leather, I can see the difference between leathers. So I start doing, and Rodrigo was like, "Oh, you know what? That leather is the right one. You should use that one just to make hoods." So, the, but I screw up a lot of a uh, hundred, <laughs> hundred, yeah, something like that. Oh man, yeah. a hundred over how long of a time? Hmm. A period of five years. Jeez. That's well, a... I want to say a hundred could be more. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a lot of practice. You that's know, I mean, do you, do you think that the, that learning curve would have been a uh, smaller, you wouldn't have had to waste as much if you had somebody sitting there show you, or do you think it would have still been the same either way? Mm, that, you know what, that could be a, uh, uh, well, if somebody was there, uh, helping me mm -hmm. that time could be, well, I could learn faster mm -hmm. and getting the right the right tools to do it, but that that I don't have nobody to do it, so that's why I took that so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I so you think that maybe it would have still maybe taken you you know fifty hoods to yeah, get better yeah, instead so of a hundred if you had somebody sitting there show you at least the the type of materials to use for the, be, the you know the best type to use in the in the beginning and yeah you know instead of having to at least suffer through through that part of it anyway you know cut my fingers and making the right the right you know the right stitch and sometimes they they use another kind of leather they use another kind of uh, paint so some someone someone told me you know what your hoods are getting better you should keep going in the right way so that's why i'm keeping it but right now is there is a lot of competition on the market so i don't do it anymore for sale just the friends that they know that i make the hoods well that's good i mean i you know it's it's always good to to help out friends yeah. and uh you know there's um, there's other guys that i know that have kind of quit retired from it you know commercially as well and they just you know will do special requests every so often for friends and things like yeah, that. yeah it's but, something i like that that's yeah. what i'm doing right now it's just yeah. just for friends and people they buy me a hood uh, for two years ago they go like you know what i keep doing using it but it's getting to the end so 
you run into you I need to do you can you can do it me uh, another hood same color same price same uh, same size I said no man that is not possible for that yeah. <laughs> well what kind of leather is that Just well that's uh well here in Monterrey is called it sillero that's kind of uh I don't know say uh that's that leather is only from here oh, for okay. Monterrey is sillero that the one used for the saddle for horses okay yeah so that's kind of hard uh leather it's not that easy to 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 seal the 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 hood yeah it's look looks like it'd be a little bit easier and it felt like it'd be a little bit um harder i mean to uh to bend and kind of fold yeah a well, bit, so. once you 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 get it wet on the on the water uh you flip it over and put it under on the block but it's kind of it's kind of hard it's kind of hard to do it just to make sure the 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 leather doesn't stretch Mm-hmm. One is stretching. That's it, man. The hood is going to right to the trash. <laughs> Jeez, I can't. Like I said, I can't imagine. You know the the patience and the that just I don't. You know that and gloves and yeah. you know, certain other equipment. There's no way that I'm ever going to make that stuff. Well, I don't make you know? gloves because yeah. it's a, it's too hard to do it. I mean, I don't like them. <laughs> yeah, I I don't have the skill level or the patience or honestly the desire. I would much rather go ahead and just support other falconers or other friends and, and buy a, a new glove every season from someone else or, you know, buy hoods from other people, you know, wanting to, yeah. you know, to make them or whatever the case. I just, I'll go ahead and just leave those things to other people. You know? Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's cool though. I'm glad that you um, have something like that, you know, a skill set that you, you know, that you're, that you're good at and, um, you know, kind of can sustain yourself with, I mean, if you, there's uh, I'm sure that's, that's, nice knowing that if you wanted to you know get a new species of bird or whatever you could just go ahead and by trial and error you know keep making oh, yeah. oh this doesn't fit quite well instead of having to call and order another one wait for another one to be made or whatever you yeah. can just go ahead and make the adjustments yourself right and, away you're yeah. right we just start making another one yeah no yeah. that's great that's great well you said uh you know kind of going back a little bit to you know kind of you know what what got you into all this i mean I, you know you said you, you grew up around mexico city right yeah so what was the the kind of uh, initial thing that got your attention? Got with, yeah, yeah, Falcon, yeah, yeah, got you into it. And, and you know, when, when did you discover these birds like this? Well, uh, when I was 16, some, 16, 18, something like that, uh, my sister was dating a guy, and that guy had a heart attack. Uh, you know, well, he was trying to to do to be a boyfriend with uh, my sister, and he go like, you know what? Uh, I have a falcon, and I say, oh really? Uh, he go like, yeah. Let me let me let me show you. Let me show you to you. So he bring the the falcon to my house, and he show it to me. I go like, oh, I never see one one of those that close. So I start like wondering what happened, how you get it, uh, you know what? And he go like, oh, le- let me take you to the field and we let it go i'm gonna call uh, call it back and she's gonna fly right to my fist i said no shit <laughs> really yes we can do it so we went to the field this guy let the, the harris hawk the flying uh that was a female harris hawk and the female had uh gathered on a tree 
and he started like a walking uh, shake in the glove. And he was like, oh, you know, you know, you know what? Right now he's going to come back. I say, okay, well, I want to see that. Uh, yes, man. He called it back and the Harris Hawk got down from the team flying and got in the fist. And I say, holy shit, man. <laughs> How do you do that? And he go like, you know what? This is Falconry, man. That's a sport a long time ago. A lot of uh, Chinese people, or I don't know, somewhere, they start like doing it. So I got to in the history. Once he go like, you should, you should, uh, you should, you should try to get some books, right? Uh, well, I have, I can, I can give you some books, and you can start like a reading. So that's what he was uh, giving it to me, like. Uh, a book from uh, Felix Rodriguez de la Fuente. That's Spanish, Spanish, Spanish guy. That's it's in Spanish, obviously. I was that time he didn't speak English. That was no resource to to get far from I didn't know nobody mm-hmm. just with him. And he was like, "Okay, let me let me give you some books." And so I start like uh, dreaming. Oh, you know what? I want to go one of those. And he was like, "No, no, no. You can you cannot have it. That's that's." That's kind of there, and you know, he, he, he can get get your hand. Your mom is gonna say no, and I said, no. You know what? I want to see. I want to know more about it. And he lo- he go like, okay, let me give another book. So that once I start, I start doing, uh, getting into the history. Um, he go like, you know what? The Harris Hawk can hunt a Jack Rabbits for you. I say no. Really? Yes, we can do. We can go. We went to the field, but this guy didn't get anything. But I got to more history, so I started to like uh, reading a lot. That her, I say, how how do you make the Harris Hawk come back for you? You know what? You had to wait the beer. You need a, a scale just to make sure it's an right guy. He had to be there. He had to be hungry because he's a predator. He had to be hungry, but. Uh, once you you get in the right way, it's gonna come back for you. You have to make you have to feed it in the feast and all that. So once I get there, and I start doing myself, I try to be okay. Let's take the beer to the field. I want to hunt something. So I meet some guys from another states. The other guy told me, oh, you know what? You should take it, and you need to train the beer. It has to be in good shape. You need to uh, go to the field where it's a lot of place, a lot of places that time to hunt uh, your rabbits. So I try to do my best, waking up four o'clock in the morning, get in the car, ride two hours, uh, start to like uh, chasing birds, chasing your rabbits, chasing uh, rabbits. Um, once the Harris Hawk start like uh, hunting or following them, I say, man, this is this is the way I, the way I want to do it. So I said, keep going, keep going. As soon as keep going, and uh, I was trying to get the the, the right beer. Once I started hunting, uh, I said, "This is it, man. I'm gonna keep my life, my life, doing this, just to make sure, because I like it. I, I like it. I like so much doing the the Harris Hawk hunt for you." Yeah, that's that's great. Now, I um, like I said, I I wish that I had discovered all this stuff sooner. You know, yeah. I really didn't. I didn't discover all this stuff till I was thirty friggin' years old, man. <laughs> you know, and I I know um, other guys. Well, I mean, like like even Israel and, and other guys that I know that 
that were fortunate enough to kind of discover this stuff and get into it yeah. when they were, they were teenagers. And I, I kind of think of what it would be like if I would have had all that, uh, that time, that but, time. Yeah. but you know, I mean, honestly though, where, where I was at those points in my life, I don't, I don't think it would have, I would have been near a yeah, 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 yeah. I just, I, yeah. so it's probably better that I didn't discover it then to yeah. be honest. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, so you, you moved from Mexico city, you said yeah. to, for, to California for a yes. little while. So, uh, I was living in Mexico City, so I got uh, 23 years old. Uh, my family moved out to, to the States, California. I was the only one that was in Mexico City. My mom would go like, oh, you know what? You should come over. You should come over to California, and you should get a job here and all that. So I went there. Uh, I got the job. I started looking for a sponsor. I got my license, my apprentice license, but you know what? It's Franklin in the States is so different than Mexico. So I go like, no, you know what? I, I, I didn't, I, I don't want to practice Franklin here because it's, I don't feel good because, uh, you know what? Um, it's so different, uh, hunting game because you need a permit, right? Mm-hmm. Well, in some States you need a permit. Yeah. Uh, you need to take a, a, a you need to go to a fashion game, fishing yeah, game, yeah, yeah, something like that, mm-hmm, yeah, to the, do some stuff on yeah, fish and wildlife, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go like, no, you know what? Let me go back to Mexico, Mexico. Um, but I wanna, I wanna, uh, I wanna do it on Mexico in the same way I was to use it to do it or a long time ago. And so I went to the States and I stayed there working like crazy four years, try to learn the language because it's, you know what, I went there and I didn't even know how to speak English. So I went, I learned the, the language. Uh, my mother go like, no, don't go, man, stay here. I was single at that time. So when I come back to Mexico, Mexico, uh, I saw Rodrigo again. I was single. I said, you know what? Let's get a courage, man. <laughs> uh, let's get a courage, just to make sure that I got keeping it, keep it, keep the falconry on my mind. Because when I was in the States, I was just working, 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 working. That's it. No falconry, no friends, no, no, all that. So, you know, well, like, uh, if you don't practice falconry for a while, you start like uh, forgetting about it. Huh? Don't, don't do it. Don't wait, man. It's like a like a lazy thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't get up. A, don't get up at five o'clock, man. <laughs> Just to to walk around and see the hawks. Don't don't do that. I mean, it's like a, getting lazy for me. And I was like, was my body was like a missing something. Mm-hmm. My mind was like, like a, you know what? Let's go back, man. Let's mm-hmm. go back. So I told my mind, you know what? I'm going back, but I don't want to go back to Mexico City because Mexico City is too big right now. Well, that time I want to go to Monterey to see what's, how the state, uh, you know, well, Monterey is a neutral state. Mm. So there is a lot of jobs here and all that. So I said, you know what, let me visit uh, Monterey. Once I get there, I get here in Monterey. Uh, I call Rodrigo. Rodrigo, you know what, you should say him, man. Let's go practice falconry. Let's do the little. So it started like a, try to keep me on the state. So I say, okay, that's fine. So I went, I got Monterey single. Once I got Monterey single, it's like, I meet my wife here. I got three kids. 
so they were here. Mm -hmm. They are from Monterrey, Mexico. So, so now it's no way to move out. We're going <laughs> to stay here all the way along. My sister, my sister, uh, she always go like, uh, come, uh, come to Monterrey and flying again to just to make sure that because all of my family, they live there. So I'm the only one staying in Mexico. So they go, they were like, you know what, let, let, let me go back to Mexico to see, to visit Enrique, just to make sure everything is okay. So always, they always come back, you know, have a barbecue and all that. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's, a, that's the reason that I left, uh, stay in California and come back to Monterrey and try to do my, when I come back to Monterrey, I say, you know what, I'm going to try to do my best on Falconry just to make sure uh, I'll, I'll, I'll other people see it. Um, uh, you know, when you know, in that time, I didn't have any friends, mm -hmm. just that Rodrigo was the only one that I, you know, what I, let's go, let's go, Falcon, let's go do this. So that's what I keep myself on the Monterey. Yeah, well, I mean, that's uh, that's definitely. <laughs> I don't know. Like that's, that's dedication, you know, like just yeah. moving, moving back to an, another, I mean, granted you already kind of knew some degree of what this area was like, but I'm mo moving completely to another country again, even if you were already born there and, yeah. and away from the rest of your family and stuff, just for, you know, a sport or, a um, you know, a passion or, you know, whatever you want to call it. It's uh that's, that's pretty ballsy. Yeah, you know? it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It takes a lot of guts. It takes a lot of guts, and then it takes a lot of time, man. And there is a, we don't have a problem here with the law, you know, like, like Rodrigo told you. Mm -hmm. There is no problem with that. So you can just go any place with the hook or the hardest hook or the ghost hook, and there is no problem. No problem. You, you don't get, well, I don't get it, uh, scared because if I got pulled over by the cops, I say, okay, that's fine. I mean, <laughs> they they didn't they didn't know what what you have in the, in the truck. So, mm. well, I mean, that's that's cool though. I mean, you've got a you got a family here. You're already established. You've got you know. Well, now you've got kind of a you know a falconry you know career to some degree. Yeah. And, and speaking of that, I mean, you you told me you do abatement now, right? I doing abatement uh, here in Monterey. About uh, eight years ago, I have a few uh, companies here, and I'm working with them. So, what uh, what all do you do with, or what what birds do you use for your abatement? Uh, Harris hawk. Yeah, just Harris hawk. Harris hawk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you don't use any falcon. You don't. So you don't really do any agricultural abatement. No, it's... because Monterey is not agriculture uh, agriculture uh, state. Right. Okay. Monterey is a, a industrial state. So mm. they they have a lot of things. I mean, they Monterey. There's a city that, uh, you know, they they make the cars here. Mm -hmm. So they send it back to the state. So there is a lot of companies, they do the seeds and they soon they do the plastic things and and something like that, right? Mm -hmm. So that, that companies, they have a lot of problems with the pigeons. Mm -hmm. So they get to, into the line, uh, the production line, and they start like a pumping around. Mm -hmm. So they... They try to, you know, they are working for time, right? You don't, there is no way to stop the line. They have to keep going, making, producing the, 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 the cars and all that. So I got, I got a, a phone call from another, another company and he was like, you know what, you are Falconer. I said, yes. Uh, can you do this? So I went there and I, okay, yeah, yeah, I can do it. So that's why I started to do in abatement. 
Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, so you don't have to have a separate type of uh, permit or license or anything to do abatement here. No, just with the permit, uh, with uh, the one the the government gave it to you, yeah. just with that. I mean, well, you need a lot of experience too. You had to explain it to them what you need, what you need to do to the just to make sure you get all the pigeons out. Mm-hmm. So they start like, okay, let's try it. Let's try a couple months. Let's try four months. Let's try six months. You know what? I, we're gonna try. We're gonna keep you here one year ago, and I say, okay, that's fine. So they start like extending my, the time. Mm-hmm. Because they they were they were watching they were they were seeing that the their pictures are gone, so they you know what you should keep uh, you should keep yourself here and we need to keep going because we ha- we have to some some companies they 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 need uh, they have a uh, visitors from the states and they don't want to see all that pooping around mm-hmm. yeah and they were like you know what. If you give me that service and you make sure there is no pooping on the on the floor, I give you the job. I say, okay, that's fine. So I have a lot. Of, I have another right now. I have a company that I have been working ten years with them. So they say, you know what? I don't. I don't want any problems. So you keep going, keep going. There is. No, I mean, I don't care. Just do what what you have to do. But there is. I don't want to see the pigeons here. <laughs> <laughs> so they're just like, yeah, just you, you keep doing what you're doing. We'll keep writing the checks and, and, uh, yeah. you know, keep the money. Well, you know, I got to, I got to, I got to get some money for them. <laughs> they're happy for the, for the, for the job. They are, you know, they are, they don't expect that fast. The, the result that was so fast. And you know what? Let, let me take, let me, let me see the hawk. So I bring it to them and they go like, can I take a picture? Go ahead, man. Go ahead. So they take take a, a lot of pictures for them, and they you know the, a lot of companies they have like a inside magazine, right? Mm-hmm. So the the guy who hired me started like a taking pictures and put it in the on the magazine. Okay. And they go, you know what? We have a company that is flying a hawk, is carrying the birds, is getting the pigeons, just to make sure everything is okay. If you see. And he pooping around, just give me a call. And I went there to see what happened. That's why, that's the reason that company kept me and the, and the, and the job. And there is, and they don't want to know another company. They always were like, okay, man, you, you stay here and I give you the check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They don't, they don't even want to mess around with anybody else. They just know that, you know, you're getting the results that they want. And, yes. and not, now you've got a, a lifetime client as long as you don't do anything to screw it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, how many, how many Harris's do you have just strictly for your uh, abatement? Six Harris. Right six. Now. And you just cycle them, you yeah. know, you just, just keep Well, you know, I use one, one, no, the, the, the six Harris they are on different companies. Not oh. in the same one. Oh, I got okay. uh, two Harris in one company, two Harris in another company. Well, they're the one I use myself, so that's seven Harris. Right. And do you have other people working for you with the other uh, companies? Two people. Okay. Two guys. So like each of the other two companies, you have one person kind of working like under the other two companies or, um, or, or do you just like, you know, have them switching back and forth between yeah. the other two? Yeah. Okay. Switching back and forth. And right. yeah, we, we, we change the dates to, to make sure... We change the day. We we visit the company. Uh, I don't know Sunday, and the other the next week on Wednesday, the next week on Thursday, uh, on the morning, on the night. So we we don't have a schedule for that. No, that's cool. No, that's um yeah. I mean, if if you got if you're able to alternate, and you know, I'm sure that keeps you 
plenty busy and, yeah. and, you know, pays your bills well enough and, you know, you can pay your employees. And Well, that's that extra money, man. If yeah. You, well, it, all the all the extra money is, is welcome, man. Mm-hmm. It was right on my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Well, yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's great. I mean, you've got a successful business. Everything seems to be, you know, going well for you and I'm, I'm happy for you. And yeah, you know, this is a good time to go ahead and, um, do like we usually do and ask, uh, for those, you know, stories that, that the favorite hunting stories or favorite bird that sticks out in your mind. And, uh, yeah, share a couple of stories with us. Oh, that's kind of hard, man. <laughs> well, we have a nice story. Um, I was hunting, uh, Jack rabbits with a Harris hawk a long time ago. And, uh, that place, uh, Saltillo, you know, uh, that went there, uh, we went there on Monday. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that place is a kind of a ghost town, right? It's like a far away. There is no people. There is nobody there. So I went there and started like a chasing jack rabbits. And and somebody told me, well, somebody told us, don't get too close to the house, man. And I said, why not? Because they say there was a ghost there and, and all that. So I said, <laughs> okay, that's fine. So we start like chasing the jack rabbits, and then we start to getting close to the house. And <laughs> I say, you know what? I don't care, man. Then let me go there and let me let me get let me see inside. What what happened? What, what is inside? Let me see. So I went there, and once I get there, I start like a like a less like a feeling like a cold weather, <laughs> like a oh man, it's too cold here. One, so I didn't went to to see my, or try to get in, uh, the inside things. And I say, you know what, let's go. <laughs> I don't, I don't like the way it feels, uh, getting close to the house. So once we get there, well, I, we got to get away from, from then. I told them, uh, my, my other friend, you know what, don't go there, man. This start, that, that feeling like something is wrong. Uh, he got really, man. So once I, I try, uh, uh, we are talking about that. That we start like a like a screaming girls from inside. I say, you know what? Let's go, man. Let's go. Let's go. Don't don't. So that place we never come back, man. That was so scary. We never come back because uh, that was like a something. Like a, you don't feel it, you feel it like a, something is wrong here. Yeah, it kind of makes the hair on the yeah. back of your neck stand yeah, up. Yeah, something like, sca- like get goosebumps, whoa. your skin crawling. Like a if bit. something is breathing and you hear like, a <laughs> yeah. So I say, you know what? Let's go, let's go, man. So we never come back to that place, man. Yeah. So you you uh, <laughs> encountered a, a haunted a haunted uh, abandoned house, you know, on your hunt. Yeah. What would you have done, you think, if your bird would have flown through a you know window or something broke oh, broken <laughs> broken window and that was yeah. time you need a lot of guts to get there and <laughs> to get inside of that house and well that's that's where you hope that your uh, your bird's definitely on weight and the recall's pretty decent so you can stay outside and yeah. hold up the <laughs> so you have to yeah, go so in to, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and get you know attacked by a you know, friggin' ghost or something yeah. <laughs> that was that was so scary man that was so scary I didn't even like it and and. And as soon as we we left the place, we start talking about it, and you know what? I, I started to feeling like a, like that cold on the on the back of your your neck, and my friend go like, you know what? 
I started to feel like the same thing, man. And, and he was far away. I mean, he wasn't that close like me. He was like, oh, you know what? Yeah, I, well, I can feel that something is wrong in that house. So we get get out of the way. I mean, never come back to the same place. Even if they have a lot of garabis around, I said, no, man, let's go. <laughs> it's like, screw that hunting spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't come back, yeah. Did you, uh, I mean, out of curiosity, did you do any, um, did you try and figure out like uh, any history with that with that house did you try looking no, it up for anything no, or no you... <laughs> not uh the guy that that was uh the, the guy that that they they told us uh don't go there in there he was like uh, living somewhere some way around that and we met the guy and on the field and he, you guys were doing oh we're chasing a jack rabbit and try to get one and said, he goes oh yeah there is a lot of jack rabbits here so uh you know what uh just don't get that close to the house and say why not because <laughs> something is wrong with it <laughs> so i never try i never find i never and even i even tried to find out what's what is the history in that no no man. yeah so you didn't didn't discover no. that you know somebody was murdered in there somebody like killed a whole family or no, you know no, any, no. anything crazy you know happened in there or whatever <laughs> no i didn't i didn't i didn't even think about it uh, no 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 i didn't even try it yeah well, i don't blame you it's yeah. probably something i'd want to forget too but uh, yeah <laughs> well i mean that's that's uh definitely not something you encounter every yeah. day yeah but uh well i mean is there any particular bird that that you've flown that that sticks out in your mind also or no, right now, well, yeah. well, we haven't been flown uh, Harris Hawk, uh, Peregrine Falcons, and uh, Rodrigo brought some Jeter uh, uh, Peregrine Falcons on a few years ago. We don't like them. Uh, that, that was so different. Yeah. Well, we not, and the weather doesn't help here. Well, you don't have a favorite bird that you've flown before that, that uh, was like a really good bird? or. Well, I have one that i used to use uh, used to use it for abutment mm -hmm. uh she died the last year and uh, she was the the one uh when i started to do in the abutment i started to using that that bird uh she was eight years uh, she, she six years old no eight years old and i was on the facility and she died. I mean, there is no reason. We we didn't see what what happened. There was no scratching of her, no blood, just like dead. Hmm. Nothing was wrong with it. She was sitting well. She was training. She was flying. So I put in the muse the next day. That was it. Hmm. Well, that was that's the only one that I I went. Well, you know what, like. Keeping feelings for it. I had a bird die like that also, and it's it's a bummer. And uh, you you know, like I said, you it's even when you find out what was wrong, you know, yeah. you just you know sometimes you just they don't show that they're sick, and there's nothing you can do. It just sucks, you know. Yeah, that the well, when I started uh, doing the Batman, I started using that bird. My wife go like, you know what, uh, Merida, that was uh, I call her, Merida just died, and she go like, no, why, what happened? Uh, no, 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 you should, you know what, I told you you should stay, uh, leave it here and go home, don't take it that way, just take, don't take it to work and all that, uh, she, she was like, uh, having feeling for, uh, feelings for her. Yeah, you're, yeah, it's, uh, you know, a bird's kind of 
sort of a little bit like a good bird or a little special mm-hmm. if you're if your wife that and my, my wife's the same way she doesn't really like birds at all and, and sometimes she has birds that uh she even likes and and uh you know when something happens to them even she's just like yeah you know, there's only been two or three birds that i've had that she's been like that that, that she liked but but yeah it, you know you know there's something uh different there whenever your your wife even likes one of the birds yeah you know? <laughs> because you're oh you you should bring her home i i take care of it and you're like okay then let's once i take it back to home and you're like you know what you should take it back man <laughs> i don't want to feed her she's too right too <laughs> too dangerous she's trying to get my hand uh-huh. <laughs> well like i said that's that's a bummer i hate to hear that but you know it, it happens it's part yeah. of part of it but well, I mean, this is a probably a good time to go ahead and and end this with um, the same thing that we've kind of been doing, or at least I've been doing, and asking, you know, is there anything, you know, at least from your point of view or anything that you've learned uh, in your time in falconry that, you know, you'd like to pass on or a piece of advice or... Yeah, you know what? Falconry takes a lot of effort, discipline, uh, responsibilities, and money. So, once you, if you're trying to get a falconry, you start to follow, uh, doing falconry, you gotta keep in mind that that all the uh, all, what kind of what kind of bird you want, and uh, all the birds that you're gonna have, they're gonna need you, right? Because you are keeping it. If you, if you don't feed the the hawks or the falcons, they don't eat. Mm-hmm. You are the source to give them. So you, just to make sure, if you try to get falconry, make sure. You keep in mind that that falcons, hawks, or whatever they are, they are they they need you to 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 feed. And uh, if you want to, if you were, if you have a project, a breeding project, mm-hmm. if you yeah. try, you got keep in mind all that that mo- that you need money, you need time, you gotta get, get you need to get sometimes so early, five o'clock, four o'clock, six o'clock, and I am. It's not that easy, man. Take a lot of effort, take money. Your wife is gonna. Where are you going, man? <laughs> so, once you, if you are trying to get falconry, you gotta keep in mind all that. You know what? You need a lot of money to do it. You need to wear the beard. You need to buy the equipment and all that. You need a car to do it. You need a field. You need pigeons. You need this. You need that. You need a GPS system. You need <laughs> a telemetry. So there, there is a lot of things to do to think about it once you try to get on falconry yeah it can add up pretty quick i mean it's it's definitely also one of those things where you can you can kind of make it as cheap or as expensive in some ways as you want but there is definitely a, an entry like a, a yeah. cost you know there's there's a you know there's there's a decent amount of money that if you want to do it right or the most efficient way yeah you're gonna have to spend some money getting into it yeah, yeah. it's it's pretty hard it's pretty hard to do it and you gotta keep in mind that uh, that you need it once you start, you need money to start the, mm-hmm. the falconry thing. Mm-hmm. So once you get there, if you get a passion with, like with us, like I want to do it more, I want to do that, I want to do that. that. All the things you try to change, that means money. If you don't, if you, if you don't want to use that, that tele, all tele, telemetry, uh, telemetry old that we have used in 10 years and they have the, the new one, the GPS system, mm-hmm. You need to mind it. You need to money. Uh, you need money for to buy it. So, so you gotta keep in mind that that falconry is money. It's a hobby, but it's money. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's not cheap at times. And even if you, you know, if you just have to be aware that if you don't want to spend the money on some of those things and you know, you, you just got to live with the fact that you might lose your bird easier or yeah. something else might happen. And you know, that it just kind of increases the risk, but yeah, that's the way it is, man. Yeah. It's how risk. Yeah. Well, no, I think that's good. It's, um, like I said, it's, it's good to, to remind people of that. And I think that, you know, like I said, that's probably a good place to go ahead and, uh, go ahead and call this episode good. And, um, yeah, thank you again, man, for, for all the, the hospitality that you've helped show this week. And, uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you again so much for the hood. And, you know, I, I really appreciate those things. It, it means a lot to me. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm really glad that things have worked out so well this week with all this. It's, yeah, it's been yeah. great. That's been that's been a a, a a busy week, man. Driving around all the the states and well, the, the states to Guascalientes, uh, taking uh, seven hours driving and all that. Uh, eating any place because we eat a lot of places, and it's been a, like a busy week, man. Yeah. And you know, we we don't receive a lot of falcons from the states, but mm-hmm. you are the first one. Is I hope so. Is this is your first time? I hope so. That will be a second time. <laughs> uh, it's gonna we're, we're gonna take you another places like Veracruz to see the Aplomado Falcon and all that. So there is a lot of falcon here in Mexico, but we need to time to take take you to see all the different things that we have here in Mexico. Well, I, I really hope that there's gonna be a, a second time. Also, I mean, I hope that um, you know people are really receptive and, you know, I think they will be, I think that this has been a, a good series, you know, so far to, uh, to share with people and, and hopefully, um, you know, I can, you know, manage to, to swing back down again and, and see a lot more. I'd love to see what the, the rest of what, I mean, a week is, is such a short amount of time to, to take in yeah, what, what mean, a huge country like, like this has to offer. Yeah. So. That, is, that is so big. I mean, driving yeah. to one state to another one, take a lot of time. So, that one, that one we went uh, this week uh, was Calientes as far away, man. Seven yeah. hours driving around. Uh, it's kind of uh, kind of uh, hard to do it. And you know why? You, that's why we, are, we always go two drivers. One stay in the, sleep in the, in the back and the other <laughs> one drive. So Well, like I said, it's, it's, um, it's not a small thing to ask to have a couple of people that are willing to take time out of their schedule, their life, work everything else, you know, time, a little bit of time away from their family, you know, to, to, to shuffle around some, uh, bald, goofy falconer dude from the United (laughs) States to have some conversations and stuff, you know? So so like I said, thank you. Thank you so much. You are welcome to come over anytime. I appreciate it. You come over and take a, take Rodrigo, you know what, let's go some falcon in other States. And I appreciate you come over to Mexico Monterey the, the first time. Um, I hope to see you soon and here in Monterey or another state, but I hope to see you soon in Mexico. Well, me too. And uh, real quick, do you want to um, tell people real quick the name of your abatement company? Uh, just to... uh, that's uh, Bio Control Aviar. Okay. Is there a, are you on a, do you have a website or social media or anything where people can? Just on the social media. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's great. You know, I just wanted to make sure that people knew about it in case they wanted to hit you up for any services if they hear this or whatever. So thank you. Yeah. 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 Well, great. Like I said, let's uh, let's go ahead and end this here then. And um, yeah, we'll go uh, have another you know beer or something here. Sure. Soon sure. And, right now. And last night yeah. uh, here. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thank you again so much. Thank you, Jonathan. Right. Bye.